From the Land Shark Nation Studios, Jonathan Ferguson. Who the hell is that guy? Brings you the Rebel Show. Excellent. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Rebel Show. <laughs> Made that up myself. My name's Jonathan. I'm going to be the host. I hope you like the show. We're going to do it like this. Here's your format. Monday, episode. Friday, episode. So you get two episodes of glorious content right into your ears talking about Rebels stuff and, you know, sometimes other stuff. I like I like other stuff in the world too, but 90-something percent Rebel stuff, Rebel sports, all your good stuff that fills your time. So the format, again, Monday, we're going to recap the pre- previous Saturday or weekend and talk about that. So on this show, we're going to talk about Ole Miss, Texas Tech. Hell yeah. Damn right. And how awesome that was. And then on Friday, we're going to prime you for Saturday. In this example, on Friday, we're going to talk about the Southern Illinois Salukis that are coming to Vaughthead. Hemingway Stadium for the home opener at 3 p.m. on CBS. No, I'm just joking. You know it's not on CBS. They don't do us like that. We're SEC Network, I think. But that'll be the format. So sit back, have fun. I'm going to, don't take it too serious because I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say cuss words. I get emotional. I think I rated this thing MA for that that's reason. Um, if you don't like cussing, I apologize I'm just going to apologize for apologizing, that I'm apologizing, that I'm going to be cussing, because again, that's what I do, I don't know, I was just built that way, I've tried to stop and I can't, so again, today we're going to recap the Ole Miss-Texas Tech game, which was nice, but before we do this, before we jump all into this show, I need to give my team, my new teammates, my partners, the guys that came aboard with me this year, one new and one that has we've done it before in the past, but I still want to give them their props. Many you know, and some you, you'll just learn about, which is fine, which is the whole point of them coming on is because uh, that's what we do. Again, this is a branch off, like a production of Landshark Nation. Again, if you, most of you probably know what Landshark Nation is. We started in 08. It was a little group, I think, on Facebook, and the tradition was awesome, and we we we've, Enjoyed that having that defense. We used to drink Land Shark beers every three and out at game day parties, and again, it was a it was a very awesome time in '08 when all that started with Tony Fine starting the tradition, and then when he passed, it became more of a you know trying to educate on the tradition and how he started it and made sure we wanted to make sure it didn't go away. And um, as you know, the school has done an outstanding job of embracing it with the you know the new land shark is his name's tony and they're totally embracing it creating apparel and all that great stuff which is awesome for the school incredible direction moving forward you can do a bazillion things with it and again just outstanding so land shark nation that's what producing production whatever you want to call that we're going to do that with them and this show is a branch off with them. Teammates that have joined are Funkies. You know Funkies. The Katy Perry throwdown. 
14 man it's infamous you know it's known about but they are joining us and gonna team up with us and we're gonna do some fun things best piece in town in my opinion and that's the only one that matters because i'm i get to talk about it they got 17 specialty pizzas barbecue crawfish tons of full bar wide variety of beers and liquor and then they got their signature you know daiquiris they got the skinny bitch which is low calorie the fat tuesdays it's a 190 octane or the infamous taylor swift i'm gonna let them tell you the stories about it but again these guys are great they do a live podcast um show with the rebel grove presented by uh oxford exxon that podcast they do like live shows on thursday so again these guys are great you can Go to their site at funkies.com, F-U-N-K-Y-S.com. You better know how to spell that. But or um or follow him on Twitter. Please do please do this stuff I'm talking about because I, I, I it really means a lot. It's at Funkies. Follow them. We're gonna be pushing their stuff. Really, really good people. And then the second one, and we, I'm sure y'all have heard about it, but if not, it it's it's a really cool thing. It's a local Blue Delta Gene Company, and it's a local gene company that was kicked off in 2011 by Josh West and Nick Weaver. And these guys, it's a like I think they said they keep it at like under 30 people and their employees, and they've custom raw denim. You know, they make raw your own size, and because you know how it is. Like myself, I'm I'm six four, and finding jeans that fit and are you know, length and width is really tough to do. But these guys, they'll, they'll bring you in and they custom cut and they bring in uh, different, all these different kind of fabrics, which they, they br- some bring some in from Italy and Japan, um, all kinds of variety of colors and ma- different materials. And they're local based business and they work out of Tupelo and then they have like branches in Oxford and it's really cool, really cool thing. And I'm still learning more about it myself and they're going to, they're, they've been trying to educate, educate me and I'll, I'm going to keep doing my research, but on the quick, I, I just want you to know they're coming on with us. You can follow them um, at blue Delta jeans on Twitter or go to their website and check it, just browse it and look around. There's like a video, a cool video, blue Delta jeans.com. And you know, everybody needs jeans, especially down here in the South, man. That's how, that's how we roll. And these jeans are insanely good like athletes you know because that they're extremely hard to find you know as well so athletes are hooking up with these guys and again please check them out we're going to be pumping them stuff and i thank you so much for those two for coming on on board with us and we're going to have a lot of fun um just building relationships because that's what we wanted we don't want a bunch of random sponsors we wanted sponsors we believe in and are locally owned and um supporters of the rebels so Again, thank you to Funkies and Blue Delta Jeans. All right, let's get to this. Texas Tech, Ole Miss, September 1st, 11 a.m. Oh, God. Why do they kick off games at 11 a.m.? Like, all right, what do you want to drink? Uh, Obviously, I went with some vodka and Sprite. I don't know what you guys, a lot of screwdrivers. I've heard that Bloody Marys. Some people don't drink. If I'm, if you don't drink, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend you and beers lots of beers and so game they get in we actually went i actually went down to rebel rags bought some gear and 
was going back and got behind the convoy of the buses, team buses. They were about four wide. They were going from Oxford to, I think, Tupelo Airport. So they took off there Friday and touched down. And again, this game, I think Ole Miss was a two-point dog. And uh, most people were all about Texas Tech and their vaunted defense because they returned 10 starters. And uh, honestly, I I really didn't get that narrative because they weren't good defense. Like, they brought back 10 chip patties. Like, I don't understand why it became their really good defense. Yeah, they created a lot of turnovers, but uh, again, I'm not trying to disrespect. I just didn't understand that narrative that was pumped into our brains for whenever this game, the Egg Bowl ended and this one was look, looked on on the schedule that you knew you're going to kick off with Texas Tech. Uh, that Yeah, that's it. Game day, they three out of four of them picked Texas Tech. I think Lee Corso is the only one to pick Ole Miss. Not that that matters because they're always wrong. But, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the game came out. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I was – I barely got done with my drink, and I think they dropped three plays, and DK Metcalf's already, you know, celebrating and, you know, has a touchdown. So it was a fun game. Before I go any deeper into this, let you know I'm an incredible I – love, I love the numbers. I think numbers tell the truth in almost 95% of <laughs> everything. So, like, 90 95% of the time, they're right all the time. So if I th- throw out a bunch of numbers to you, you can ignore them or kind of build conclusions if you wish. That's fine. Um, this game obviously was the coming out party of Scotty Phillips or Hottie Toddy Phillips or whatever. Whatever his nickname is becoming, it's Scotty Phillips. And uh, the guy went insane in his first <laughs> first action as an Ole Miss Rebel, and and that was another question mark: is how do you replace Jordan Wilkins, who had a thousand yard season? team leader, war number 22, which is like, obviously like legend, legendary, as my brother would call it, legendary. And how do you, how do you replace that? Can they run the ball? Do they have a running game? We heard it so many times over the summer. And uh, he answered that with a, with a bang. Like the kid went off, like he had 16 carries for 204 yards. The first running back since 2010, I think to go over to the old 200 burgers, uh, two touchdowns, an average of 12.8, a carry. Like the guy was lights out. And um, that was obviously the takeaway of the game, in my opinion. Uh, yes, the offense, we, we know this offense is going to be smooth. The, uh, the don't blink, you know, the high scoring octane, um, but the way they came out was outstanding. Again, DK with a long uh, 58-yard touchdown from uh, Jordan Tiamu, who was, I mean, he, it's the first game. He played outstanding. I, I know a lot of people are nitpicking some of the throws, and uh, that's fine if you want to do that and your life's miserable, sure. Guy was 22 for 32, 336, two touchdowns. QBR is 75.5. Yeah, he missed a few throws some reads, took a couple sacks he didn't need to. Um, but again, there's the give and take with how much do you want to use this kid's legs because you'll have a true freshman backup quarterback and Matt Corral behind him, but who's super talented. He's super talented. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you, you have to, 
you got to be on like somewhat of a pitch count. You have to make sure you're very, very smart with how you use him in uh, the running game and, you know, just his legs in general. Uh, overall, shoot, I, I really did hear people nitpicking about some things on offense and I get I I guess you could look at maybe third downs four fourth four for thirteen that's not great the red zone yeah they uh they bog down sometimes but it was all right total yards they have five hundred forty six yards three thirty six through the air two ten in rushing uh seven penalties for forty nine that could get better only one turnover uh, time of possession that's that's the most overrated stat in my opinion in college football is time of possession if you're scoring like if you're not scoring okay i get i get it but you're scoring and uh rebels did a lot of that again the final score was 47 27 let's see what my takeaways i posted uh, some on twitter at land shark nation you saw my rapid um Gavante Ruggs, number 27, new freshman linebacker. Man, he lit the dude up on uh, special on the kickoff. And he's just a very important key piece. He goes down in the first quarter, so you have to keep that in mind. He's going to be a big factor on that Rebel defense. So, um, Gavante Ruggs. But the guy that stuck out with me was Montreal Custis. You know, you've seen the, the scholarship video going around for uh, – for Floyd, but he was the defender on that. You know, he was in on it, by the way. He was on, he knew, and uh, it was a great, you know, way to give uh, Floyd Allen a, a scally. But man, dude, he was bawling on Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Uh, we'll get into that in a second about them 11 o'clock kickoffs. But, anyways, yeah, Montreal Custis, number two, wearing number two this year. Um, he was all over the field, he had seven tackles four pass defend you know the kid was just everywhere and uh that was a really good sign for the defense but again scotty phillips was the show or the nwo on point again that that group is just i'm just phenomenal man like demarcus lodge aj brown dk metcalf braylon sanders i mean the list goes on and on and they just do nothing but they ball and say they support other ones, man. Like Lodge had six for ninety six, Brown seven for ninety three, four for eighty one for Metcalf, four for sixty for Sanders, and uh, Brown had a touchdown and Metcalf had a touchdown. So as you see, Longos he spreads that thing around, and it's just a wonderful thing to see that that group have so much unity and uh, humility. To it's not all about them. Like they they genuinely care about the other guys getting their numbers, and that's. <laughs> A very very hard thing to do in uh, sports, you know, with young kids, especially sometimes young kids. But um, another uh, key, I thought uh, Luke Luke Logan, field goal kicker, four for four. Man was five for five, extra points, seventeen points all by himself. Uh, the punting game, it need uh, Brown kind of shanked a few. I mean, an average of three for ninety two. That's a thirty yard at that needs to obviously be worked. But Matt. Matt's a good punter, man. I'm not. I'm not really wor- worried about it. So, don't worry about Mac Brown. He he he's gonna be fine. And uh, no offense to Mac Brown. I hope we never see Mac Brown. I hope they're just scoring touchdowns and we don't even know who the hell the punter is. Like that. That's no offense, but that's that's the goal there. Um, let's see. 
just browsing at this these stats, um, the ones that jump out to me are the Ole Miss defense held Texas Tech to 167 yard or 64 yards, excuse me, and um, held their running back who was they kept raving about he was going to be a, a force, and they have a very experienced offensive line returning, and uh, kind of broke broke it down. I, I went back and looked and. The first quarter, they gave up nine carries for 49. Second quarter, 10 for 49. So the first half, they got 19 carries for almost 100 yards, 98. But look, look at this, the adjustments. Third quarter, 12 carries, 42 yards. Fourth quarter, eight carries for 24 yards. So that's the second half, they got 20 carries for 66 yards. That's a game total of 39 for 164. And um, that's a little, I forget what it was. It was like four point something. That that that's that's good enough to get the job done with this offense. That's gonna win you a lot of lot of ball games. So again, it wasn't perfect. They bought, they been, kind of bend but don't break. But they didn't allow big plays. I think the longest play they allowed was like a thirty-one yarder, which some dude Odell Beckham Beckham did after he pushed off. They didn't care about that. And for those that what didn't weren't at the game, oh my gosh, can you get any more one sided with the announcers? Every every play Ole Miss did was a penalty, uh, a push off, holding uh, on our defense. It was kind of ridiculous, but again, maybe that was just me. I'd been already in the the Vodka and Sprites with these eleven o'clock kickoffs. I don't know what y'all get into. You got the screwdrivers, the Bloody Marys, the beer. If you don't drink, I'm not trying to offend you, but I have to drink when I watch sports. It's <laughs> the only way to keep the edge off and <laughs> the emotions man are just sky high when you you know you're inv- invested into these sports so again bot kind of sprites were flowing and again i maybe it was just me but i thought the announcers were pretty awful uh i did the interview with the guy from last chance you that apparently everybody cared about where they had to show his dad uh, st- a story and I, I loved when Scotty Phillips just totally ripped that story apart when he busted it right through the the seat and took a 65 to the house and it was just awesome and uh again maybe I'm a heartless SOB but it was awesome that was some of the stats um that stuck out with me when I'm looking at this thing again I don't know maybe y'all can tweet us some of your things that stuck out one of the negatives I've heard, and I'm I'm not even going to report it till it's official yet. The Jalen Jones who had the kickoff return, the guy is coming on. He's like one of the most unselfish players on the team. Number thirty-one. If you don't, if you go by numbers, uh, he had a knee injury, and it doesn't look good. But uh, again, not not reporting it till it's final. So maybe next episode uh, we'll have the final verdict on that. But it, everything we've heard is it's not good and uh that'll be that'll be a blow i mean there's really no way around it uh but the next guy will have to step up and uh you bet you jalen jones is right there supporting that guy uh if he's not able to go that's just the kind of kid he is and uh see the rest in this game um again total yards 546 rebels 486 texas tech um so you can take it what do you want i take it as one and oh Bam, win, 11 in the morning. So, nice. It's, it's, a, it's a good start. It's a, Make no mistake, it's a good start with the um, 
with the schedule. Obviously, I, I'm not a big look ahead guy, but you know, you got home games coming up against Southern Illinois and uh, Alabama, Kent State, and then you go to LSU, and you know, on and on. But just for September, having Southern Illinois, Alabama, Kent State, and LSU on the schedule, it was a really big, really big win, and it did some good. You know, they had some Texas recruits there, and just a great thing. They busted out the all whites, the great whites they call them, and uh, they look fire, fire. Don't don't mess with them. That, that's bring that, add that to the collection, make that the tradition that you can't touch, and let's move forward and add those on a mannequin for till I'm gone and no longer uh, on this earth. Please don't don't touch the white helmet and the white pants that that combo was absolutely fire for you older generations i'm sorry the kids love them and that is all that matters is the kids and the recruits just like the mascot the kids you start young you build up and that's how you build brands and all that please adapt to change adapt evolve or you die You've got to understand that having options is what kids like. And I don't care. Don't come at me with like Alabama and all that bull crap. Alabama can sell championships. Like it, most of those kids would play naked. Like, so seriously, uh, great, great move. And uh, what a 47-27 win. Awesome. So I think... That'll kind of wrap up this show. It's again, it's a recap show. And uh, join us Friday when we bring episode number two. Again, we're doing two a week. The thought of me talking to you for this long, five days a week, makes me want to erode. So again, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. There's other podcasts that do it every day. That's not me. I'm going to try to jam everything into Monday and Friday, and you're going to like it. That will recap the Rebel game. My thoughts on the rest of football before we close here. Uh, Notre Dame. That was a... That was... <laughs> All right. Awesome. And uh, let's see. What else was there? There was LSU. They look good. They beat, They put uh, putting a hurt on Miami. The game It's about over as I'm recording this, so... Um, yeah, LSU looked good or Miami looked real shitty. Either one, I don't know. Um, other, I think, I forget the record. I think, uh, the SEC went like 12 and one on this, on the first weekend. Thanks a lot, Tennessee. They got, they got skull drugged by, uh, West Virginia, but there was some, uh, a lot of, a lot of cake games, but, you know, Alabama was Alabama. They, they took care of Louisville. Looking at these, uh, South Carolina looked good, and Mississippi State with uh they they t- took care of business with uh Fitzgerald suspended in the opener. So we'll kind of be it primed up for week two on the games coming up again. Southern Illinois and Ole Miss fought Hemingway Stadium 3 p.m. on CBS. Nah, nah, I'm just kidding. You may you know not putting off something like CBS. Uh, we're gonna be on. SEC Network. So, again, home opener. It's going to be fun. Lock the Vought. Have a good time. You know, get out there and support Matt Luke and these guys, man. Like, this team is one of the 
selfless teams I've I've seen, man. These guys genuinely care about each other, and they're going to lay it on the line. And that's all you can ask for as a football program. So, again, uh, I think we'll wrap it there. Thank you so much for joining us on the Rebel Show, and uh, y'all take it easy. See you Friday. Peace.